everyone so welcome to the random thoughts with dr gorang gaikwad a very good afternoon sir how are you i'm very good how are you i'm i'm good too sir thank you last episode what we had the fourth episode was so interesting we talked about movies books and what not so interesting so let's continue that um if you know there was there's a dialogue from pankaj tripathi uh, where he says you know insaan apni asafaltaon se banta hai right so you might have encountered some of the failures in your life as well so what were your strategies to overcome the failures i don't think there can be honestly any strategies to overcome failures i wish i knew so But... how do you come <clears throat> overcome that i don't think i have overcome uh, failures to be honest and i don't know how to define a failure but i would yeah. say that in in your uh, difficult times uh difficult times can teach you more than your success because in success you will find a lot of people with you <coughs> in your difficult times probably you will find yourself alone so i think in um, when your difficult times i think that um it would be important to to kind of understand the factual reality of the situation that you find yourself in instead of getting yourself succumbed by the emotions that uh, that might be there but um, probably understanding the factual uh, point of uh, your situation i think um, look within yourself and look at what are the areas that you need to kind of work at and they generally will be in the following areas they will be in your um, in your work career or passions in your health level you would want to look at your fitness uh, situations little better you would want to look at the people that you surround yourself with so somewhere it will surround yourself with all these three things that would be related to what you do at your work level what you do with your health with your fitness levels something like that and third would be the people you surround yourself or the energies that you kind of let uh, yourself get close to Mm-hmm. uh like to kind of uh, isolate myself in this situation because i like to spend time with myself in this situation to understand where i what's happening i think it helps me i will only tell you about what what happens and how i deal with it and um, yeah i think i think you kind of um, you kind of have to find your own individual way to deal with it but right. the secret of it is agony is that this whole situation of um, let's call it as an adversity or a, mm-hmm. a difficult situation has a lot of kind of energy in it that can propel you mm. to a place that you could not even imagine yourself to be and i say it again okay. it has some such kind of energy in it that mm-hmm. it can propel you to a area in your worst life's vision you might not have imagined you can probably it can propel you to that level at some point so yeah it 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 happened to the great amitabh bachchan right mm. he was he was on streets after giving the great movie hits that he gave right from um, his greatest hits in the 80s 70s in in the uh, late 90s he was on roads he had no money he was on roads he was he was bankrupt the great amitabh bachchan and he took a chance you know he took a risk 
he was this very very big probably the the biggest superstar from indian movies at that point and he was bankrupt totally bankrupt with a failure son who he had launched and everything was failed <clears throat> and that time uh there was a new kind of a possibility coming on television they spoke about a quiz which he could probably be one of the anchors it was just a risk and you know imagine such a big movie star who is only on screens imagine of him coming in television it's almost like your ego breaking yeah. but this guy took the leap of faith and this quiz which is kon banega karodpati changed the entire dynamics of of not just tv uh, industry but even film industry and and it it kind of uh, reinvented mr amitabh bachchan so much so that uh, sharukh at the height of his powers wanted to do kbc <laughs> so that that just shows that you know in your biggest adversities when all windows are closed yeah. and there's a total darkness there are some doors which are just opening very slowly for you you need to recognize those windows and take the leap of faith right right <clears throat> so uh, what would you advise to the students you know who actually uh, go through a very difficult phase difficult phase as in i would say you know lot of temporary things i would say the heartbreaks or some family issues or something like that and they have this um, career going on you know they have to deal with uh, the you know the career part and the i would say professional and the personal part right so if there's a turmoil going on so how what would you advise for them to you know how to balance that i really don't know i i don't think i am <laughs> i really don't think that i am kind of qualified to answer this but um i would just imagine that um, i think it's um, how much of a success you get mm. you do you would still want to have people who care for you or or who love you or you care for them and and you kind of have a for them so i would not sacrifice people for your success i think that would be um kind of a big mistake <clears throat> i would also suggest that don't sacrifice your own passions and your life um, callings for people or or for your family so sometimes a truce needs to be made sometimes certain kind of uh, situation you have to deal with them alone it's only between you and the way you choose so it's very individual for everyone it will be very different their turmoil their heartbreaks their family their relationship issues their financial issues their callings their profession it is very individual but you will have to find a kind of a midway in most places and and you will have to find a way to deal with your own self you'll have to find a way to deal with loneliness and being with your own self because at the top there is almost no one you're going to be on your own you need to deal with that you need to be okay with that right i've asked this question <coughs> because i have always seen student asking you on instagram you know whenever you post some question speaker they or they always tend to ask you uh, sir i'm dealing with a heartbreak how to deal with that and lot of things so i thought maybe i should ask you this i think heartbreaks are important yeah they could actually make you they could actually make you instead of break you 
but it depends mm-hmm. on how you look into it and what you do with it like i told you they have a kind of a um, energy to propel you uh so can you just repeat because your voice i said i said that they have the energy to propel you they have a energy to yeah push you few years ahead if you if you take that energy in the right way right. a lot of right. people who i know so, uh, a lot of people who i mm-hmm. know in different fields of their life and uh, their life changed upside down after different uh, kind of uh, turmoils whether they are emotional turmoils heartbreaks family issues whatever disasters and they are the people who actually are running uh, the industry you, you take an example of one of my favorite stars is 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 priyanka chopra you know she she she's a very interesting example you know she found herself in a situation where we will not go too much into the tabloids but she found herself in the situation about roughly 10 years back where she was she was a fairly good actor she was a leading actress but unfortunately the she was not getting any roles um most people would actually find a way to kind of you know they don't know what to do with that what she did was very interesting she she left the country and she 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 thought that i'm going to fight it out and she left indian industry at that moment and she went to a bigger stage mm-hmm. she went into the us she studied all over again she st- learned film making etc she looked at small offers she got very very small offers to work in serials and um, she took it she she was a very ambitious woman she she took it up she she took very tough decisions in her life and right now she is probably one of the only indian actresses who's probably making her mark in in world cinema in that way, in her own way so i think i think this is again you you can see a big adversity that she faced and how she kind of reacted to it that actually the choice that she made defined who she is and where she will be so i think that that's what it is the adversity and how you respond to it will define where you are and what you're doing and who you are actually <clears throat> what an example i completely you know adore her a lot because she is a boss lady i would say i there was a video where she says you know i want to dominate the globe i i completely that completely inspires me a lot i think it's uh, unfortunately in our culture you know the idea of ambition and domination is taken in a very negative connotations you know when when someone says you know i am ambitious you see dekho see how this person is ambitious mm. but it's not a wrong thing to be ambitious i was told when i was very ambitious or i wanted to do certain thing i was told this guy is just too ambitious look at him he's so young and he's so ambitious i care to hoots about it there were certain people who i used to give kind of you know um, advices to or 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 i used to make certain plannings for them and um, they didn't take it they felt this is crap so i told myself that you know instead of me giving advices to these group of people about how they can kind of grow why don't i now step back and take those advices and work on it myself and create my own kind of niche and that's what i did yeah so i think that that um, it's there is no though no fear there is no negativity in being ambitious or wanting to dominate till yeah. you don't have any ill feeling or you are not yeah. malicious or yeah. towards someone else 
I think if you can focus on your own self, if you can focus on what you want to do or what your choices are, or that you want to be the best, that is that is not a negative emotion at all. You can definitely want to be the best ever, no problem. But wanting to be best or being better than someone else, or wanting to feel that oh that person shouldn't do well, ah that is where the issue lies. So that's where I tell people that focus on your own self. You try to be the best uh, version of yourself, and someone else does well. Clap for them. We all can coexist. I do that all the time, and it yeah. it, it it I I told you in one of the podcasts it it helped me a lot. It mm-hmm. helped my creativity, and I, that's what I will suggest. <clears throat> sure. So, how did you found your life purpose or your ikigai? Like, how did you do that? Because I think it's very important, and I don't think it's easy to. you know find our purpose of the life it, i don't think it's very easy it comes with the practice or it comes when you know when you're focused so how did you found that i don't think you can find it you cannot just get up one day and say oh mm-hmm. i found i think basically you have to just go with the flow you have to go with the flow and try out different things and see what works for you and see what what is it that when you do this you forget the world you forget time you forget looking at the phone you forget everything for few hours mm-hmm. where you almost go it's almost you and that thing probably that is your ikigai probably that is your calling however you can't do it all the time which mm-hmm. means that even if my calling is treating patients and teaching patients out of the entirety of 24 hours if i am working let's say 6 or 8 hours mm-hmm. i also spend 4 hours on planning and lot of logistics and meetings and so many other things that are needed for those 6 hours to do mm. so you have to understand that your ikigai and many young homeopaths they tell me you know i only want to do practice that's it i tell them if you want to do practice from the first day of your clinic you will never be able to practice because you're going to start your clinic and you're going to see hundreds of patients and you're going to be busy for 10 hours no so you have to kind of find a way by which you also have your ikigai or you also have your calling and you also do something related to it which will also take care of you <clears throat> and which also will help you grow at another level and um they have to work together for a large part of your life okay right, right. so uh, so you, you if you want to if you want to do something special you also have to learn to do some things that you don't like to do as well life is not only about doing things you like to do yeah. it is also about doing things that you don't like to do and finding a way to like those things as well at least in a large part of your life hmm. right, <clears throat> right. so sir you have uh, been trained and worked under so many stalwarts we have already talked about your experience with uh, dr rajan shankaran sir so tell us about how was your experience and how did it went with dr elm khan sir Dr. L. M. Khan, sir. Yeah, I think Dr. L. M. Khan was very interesting. You know, his the experience with him was very very interesting because, uh, <clears throat> I think ten years back, um, I heard about him for the first time. Eleven years back, one of my college teachers told me that you know, if you go to Calcutta, meet this person. And uh, when I met him for the first day, I saw this guy. wearing a white color safari white shoes his hair were white he came in probably a white ambassador he had some some kind of a 
homeopathic swag to him out of everyone that i saw and uh, he was that time the uh, organon department head in anasensio homeopathy when i saw him i i could see that you know he he kind of was a kind of person who never wasted a single second you know i went to his opd he was in the opd you know he was just even in the opd he was sitting and he was reading organon and chronic diseases and uh, he was very frustrated that time because all the post graduate students in in kolkata they were you know maybe not according to his standards he used to tell them you do this you do that and most of them were maybe you know i don't know what they were doing so i had come from mumbai and i went into the his opd i wore a lab yeah. coat and i just went inside so no one actually knew that you know i have come from mumbai or something i was just you know i would probably hide between one of those guys and just listen to him see him what he's doing i did this you know i used to i used to wear lab coats and go in different opds in different colleges especially in national institute of homeopathy so <clears throat> i remember there was one woman who came for some health issues and he looked at her and he said that you know that this in this case you know the symptoms are not following the typical disease pattern mm-hmm. there must be strong emotional background and she spoke about her grief and he uh, told me this is ignatia so i asked him why did you give ignatia so he first looked at me that how can anyone ask me a question in an opd no one there had the balls to ask him anything mm-hmm. and i i had that moment of my life in my internship i had i felt i knew everything so i i used to read a lot i knew most literatures in and out mm-hmm. so i i i also unfortunately had de- developed a little bit of arrogance which fell down very soon because i fell down very badly mm-hmm. so so when you are a little young no there is a little arrogance in you which yeah. which which you learn later on that it's all part of your ego so i was a little at that point and so he told me uh, who are you so i told me you know i have come from mumbai i just wanted to see he kept staring at me he said in his own style that you know you go and read dunham mm-hmm. and then you ask me this and he said something like you know many people like you come and go so <coughs> yeah something like that he didn't exactly say that but he said like you know ah, many people ask me all these things so i i went to the library can you hear me yeah now i can hear you so i went to the library i opened dunham and i read it and there's a very nice saying written in in dunham about ignatia i will try to read it from dunham for you and dunham is one of the very interesting uh, material medica it's a basically a very old literature of homeopathy mm-hmm. okay and it's written that the whole and, and there's a german homeopath called as vroom he says the whole character of ignatia may be expressed in two words and it's written in german so i really cannot pronounce it that well it's called as antigense nebenschweden which means that the accessory or concomitant phenomena which are contradictory to or inconsistent with each other which means that the symptoms which are very inconsistent or strange contradicting the typical pattern of symptoms that have to be there mm. a little hysterical in in their phenomena signature so i took the dunham to him and i showed him and he looked at me and he said that you know in last 10 years i have told many people to go and read this thing no one ever came back to me uh, so i said sir will you teach me and he said it in hindi 
he said what will i teach you tumhe to rab sikhayega so he after that you know we became very close and he invited me to his house to have some biryani and he he told me to train his son so i taught his son i used to teach his son during that time in my internship i he invited me to teach his son the repertory and material so i used to teach him every week <clears throat> it was an interesting experience he probably is one of the very few homeopaths in the world who probably knows the organon of medicine and the theoretical part of hanuman's writings better than anyone else probably one of the only ones i i believe so amazing listening to your experiences any other experiences you, you want to share with the students so that you know that can inspire them so many many we can have many one things. podcast per person actually oh, but nice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but i think dr lm khan was one of the very few persons who uh, who kind of um, knew how to understand the older literature is very well i think he is the only person who reads materia medica pura and applies it mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> the thing about him is he never wastes a single second every time you meet him he is reading a new book okay he is he's a one of its kind one of a kind mm-hmm. also do you have this habit of keeping materia medica everywhere or ev- in every room or something like that i think i have heard it from somewhere <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's it was true i still do a little bit of it but i can't do it too much these days okay so when i in the during my internship and little later i used to have you know for example i used to have seven different boric materia medica mm-hmm. i used to keep it in one room i used to keep one in my bathroom one in my toilet one in the hall one in the you know in the car or wherever mm-hmm. and so that wherever i go i had it in front of me and i would read it so one of the reasons for me to know boric very well in fact i'll tell you i had gone with i had gone with one of my with few of my friends to watch a movie which was a bad movie so but i couldn't leave midway mm-hmm. because they were very close friends so i opened boric in between of the movie with a torch and read the, read some parts of it during it because i felt what what is this crap So, so wow. yeah, I've done some very, very weird things in my life. Yeah, this shows like how much you are into homeopathy and how much that madness, you know. This shows like even in the movie theater, you're reading Borek. Yeah, you have wow. to be a little mad to do something yeah. even mad. So, what are the top values you are committed to? Because I, we know that you are, <coughs> you're a man with the values and commitment. So, what are those some of the top values you are committed to? what is a value in in context of what if you can give me an example anything like uh, something which you follows you follow um i think i wouldn't really be able to point out to you or remember you offhand but mm-hmm. i think for me uh, moral values are very important doing the right things mm. um ethics principles i i generally like to follow them as much as i feel it's right i i generally like to follow ethics and values and certain basic principles for example if if i see a patient who's taking a medicine from some another homeopath and it's only been a month hmm. he tells me that you know i've taken it for a month and i'm feeling better i will just tell that patient that you know so you should follow up with them 
why are you coming to another homeopath and you will say no no i have heard about your name i want to take treatment from you only i specifically tell them you take medicines from this which whoever doctor you are taking from however big or small that person is take it for 6 months if it doesn't improve you get back to me yeah so i think yeah because i feel that um, success is very important but more important than success is the route to reach success the route the path you you take to reach success is probably more defining than success itself so i think <clears throat> i think that is something i learned at some point in my life and from then onwards i follow that more now more than ever yeah interesting so sir from where do you find inspiration because i you do lot of things i i i think we can make a list of it that you're doing this you're doing that and that from where do you get find uh, get or find inspiration inspiration is all around us okay mm-hmm. you don't have to find inspiration it could be it could be just about anywhere and anything i just read about this man about i don't know 75 year old man who who runs 3 hours every day hmm. isn't that inspiring he runs a marathon every day 75 80 year old man this is inspiring for me that how, how he can kind of um, fight it out every single day it's not easy it's you have to choose what is what is it that that kind of you want so i'm i'm inspired by that i think <clears throat> so many many things in and around you you need not be inspired by a particular name or a brand you know many people say oh i am inspired by this actor or this sports person but inspiration is everywhere you go down on the streets you will find people things which are so inspiring just small acts right which can uh, kind of inspire you there is one teacher of mine Mm-hmm. not exactly my teacher but one of the teachers in my college he, he was a chest physician and um, mm-hmm. i would just like the way he would kind of um, he would write everything with a ink pen and he would write it in a very very methodical way that was so inspiring that even being such a big chest physician of mumbai mm-hmm. the way he would write uh, with his ink pen even in these times and the way he would write his reports of the cases he's probably one of the top chest physicians in india his name is dr salil bendre <clears throat> it's inspiring for us so don't don't get stuck with inspiration only in a small area of your uh, vision or your surrounding it it is any and everywhere absolutely everywhere okay thank you so much for sharing this sir and i really enjoyed this conversation of random thoughts on homeopathy with you so yeah let's continue our conversation with the next episode thank okay. you so much okay thank you bye yes bye